Welcome to the Equipping You in Grace podcast, hosted by Dave Jenkins. The Equipping You in Grace podcast is a podcast about helping Christians develop a biblical worldview in a conversational tone about issues inside and outside the church. Now, for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Well, welcome back to the Equipping You in Grace podcast, everybody. My name is Dave, and I'm the host for this podcast. And today, uh, we're going to talk about the place of friendship in the Christian life and, and even hit on loneliness and loss. You know, we live in a culture today that is, we are, we are connected to one another. We want to be connected to one another. People today want authentic community and and to be able to, you know, get to know one another. And you know what? There is no better place uh, for what we're going to talk about today than the local church. We we have the better answers on this. And and in and through and because of Christ, we can have authentic community. We can have authentic fellowship. We can speak the truth in love to one another, seasoned with salt and grace all for God's glory and all from God's Word. God's Word has much to say about what we're going to talk about today. So today we're going to talk about the place of friendship in the Christian life. The story of David and Jonathan has always struck me as intriguing. David was a, was a, a man, a, a boy from nowhere, Israel. He was chosen as a shepherd of the sheep to be transformed by God into a shepherd of the Lord's people. Acts 13.22 describes him as a man after God's own heart. And then there was Jonathan, one of Saul's sons, a mighty man of valor and likely heir to the throne. And, and yet what makes this story truly amazing is that Jonathan loved and cared for David like a brother. He wasn't like Job's friends who were cynical of Job and instead of finding out what was going on in his life, chose to ridicule him. No, Jonathan wasn't like Job's friend. Jonathan was a real friend. Jonathan was a loyal, caring, and concerned friend. Now, I want you to think back with me for a minute about when you had a loyal, caring, and even a concerned friend. And perhaps you have more than one friend like this, and I, I truly hope and pray that, that you have one or more of this type of friend now. I, I remember sitting alone by choice at the high school youth camp, youth camp in high school thinking to myself, I'm all alone. You know, true, I'd chosen to be by myself uh, in that moment, um, but the real truth is I felt all alone. My parents at this time were getting a divorce and my heart was truly broken over this. It took many years to recover from that. And suddenly, over two guys from the high school youth group who also happened to be juniors. I was in my junior year of high school. They, they saw me sitting alone. And they came up and, and came over to me and, and talked about me. And I, I told them I felt like nobody in our junior class cared about me. And you know what they did? It was truly amazing. They reached out to me. And went so far as to call a class meeting telling everyone that we needed to care for one another. That Theirs was a call to model what I'm going to describe in this podcast, being a loyal, caring, and even a concerned friend. 
You see, real friends, they go to battle for each other. In fact, as Christians, we're in a war against a very real foe, and yet one who is vanquished in Satan. One day, Satan's kingdom will come to an end in the glorious appearing of our great King, uh, Jesus Christ. But that day is not yet here. We live in a time when everything seems to be going against us as Christians uh, in Christ. As, as Jonathan was loyal to David, even going out of his way to hide David from Saul, who was jealous of David. So also we need friends who are loyal and willing to go the extra mile for us. So let me ask you a question. Are you a loyal friend today? At some point in your life, you're going to need a loyal friend. Resolve right now that you are going to be that kind of friend to somebody else. You see, all around us are people who are hurting, who are struggling. They're lonely. They're in need of your help and the help of God's grace. So I want to encourage you as we progress throughout this year, instead of focusing only on what is going on in your own life, I want to encourage you at church on the Lord's Day to reach out to that person next to you in the pew. Men, go to that men's event at your local church and make new friends. Women, go to that ladies' event and meet other women in your local church. In order to be a loyal friend, you first need to reach out to other people with a hand of friendship. Now, you may not always connect with everyone uh, at a deep level of friendship. That's okay. But be willing to reach out nonetheless. I'm going to assure you, you'll find people at your local church that you're going to connect with. It'll be natural. But don't only settle for those people that you easily connect with. Reach out to those who are neglected in your local church. By doing so, you're not only being a loyal Christian friend, but a true disciple of Jesus Christ who loves to reach out to those who are lonely, broken, and even outcasts. Please, dear Christian friend, be a caring Christian friend. We live in a world where we are confronted by challenges on every side. In fact, many of us in the last two and a half years have gone through the ringer and we are very sensitive. And the last thing that we need or even want is a cynical and a judgmental quote-unquote friend who questions our situations and our motives at every turn. Do not be that type of friend. Now, let me be clear here. As Christians, we are at times going to have to speak hard words to one another. We're going to have to engage in hard conversations. And in fact, the, the reason that, that we have the credibility to do so in the eyes of our friends is because we've shown that we're loyal to them, that we care about them. Now, I have been the receiver of such hard words, and I can verify, you know what, they're, they're really not fun to hear. They, they hurt. I've often had harsh words delivered to me by people who didn't really know what was going on in my life. I've also heard these words from people who I assumed care about me, but spoke those hard words in such a way that it made it really, really hard to take them very seriously, to be frank with you. Friends, let us be loyal to one another. After all, we're friends of God. As Christians, we are family. And so let's treat each other as family. Not judging one another, but showing godly care and concern. After all, the world, uh, the world is to know us, John 13, 35 says, by our love for the Lord and for one another. 
So be a concerned friend. Be the kind of friend that you know you need in your life. At various times in my life, I've needed uh, that type of friend who's spoken hard words into my life. In fact, the reason that they spoke and the reason that I listened is because they were the, the kind of friend that was loyal and they cared about me. They were truly concerned about the direction of my life and I was ready to listen to them. Uh, you see, you need to realize that even if you're a loyal and caring friend, your friend may not be ready to hear what you have to say. So before you speak, ask the Lord, is this person really ready to hear what I have to say? If after prayer and seeking godly counsel from other believers, after all, Proverbs tells us that in the abundance of many counselors, there is wisdom. You, you feel the need to speak. Please do so only in a grace-centered fashion. Don't make demands, show grace. Give the benefit of the doubt in a large portion. Listen to how the other person responds to you and even clarify if that person doesn't understand. Above all, be sure to give a lot of grace. You know, the great need of our day is for godly friendships. In fact, the, the kind of friend that I'm trying to describe in this podcast is the kind of friend that I am striving to be. It's not always easy. I don't do it perfect by a long shot, but it is always worth it. You see, the kind of Christian friends who invested in me deeply have displayed these three attributes, loyal, caring, and concern. So I, I want you to be this kind of friend, dear Christian, the kind of that loves his or her friend so much that they are willing to sacrifice like Jonathan did with David. This is the kind of friend that enters into the mess of our lives. It knows that God meets us in the muck and the mire of our lives and desires to change us by his grace, brothers and sisters in Christ. Be the kind of friend to someone else by the grace of God. I assure you that if you'll be a loyal, caring, and even concerned friend, that God is going to use you. He's going to use you in powerful ways in the life of his friends for his glory. You know, over the last two years, we have seen the the rise, really, of loneliness and grief, and, it, and it's affected all of us. Um, in high school, I remember before my parents' divorce, sitting on the upstairs chair, upstairs stairs in our beautiful house in the greater Seattle area, listening to my parents fight and argue day in and day out and being deeply affected with grief and sadness by their fighting night after night. I often cried myself to sleep as a, even a high schooler. It, it was just so wearisome to hear as a teenager. But it also led me into deep despair, discouragement, despondence, and depression. As a result, I had to go on lots of antidepressants and even get counseling. It caused my grades to drop in high school. I had zero motivation to learn and study. I felt all alone, like I didn't matter. I was just uh, basically a ghost walking around. I was hurt at a deep heart level by my parents' behavior. During this time, I had many people in my life in the local church where I was attending and, and who knew what I was going through. They walked alongside of me. They showed me what it meant to be a Christian man. Without them, it's, it's not a stretch to say I wouldn't be where I am now. And perhaps that's where you are today. You are facing an enormous amount of grief and loneliness. You feel that nobody cares and that everyone is silent around you. If, if that's you today and you're listening to this or watching this, I want to say I'm so very sorry. 
I, I can't imagine the pain that you're going through. For me, I was able to endure this season by the grace of God with the help of many godly saints. In fact, what's interesting is, is that nearly every critical juncture of my Christian life and ministry, the Lord has always sent seasoned godly saints to help me. So I want you not only to be a loyal and caring friend, I want you to be a friend that cares for the grieving and the lonely in your local church and outside of it. In John 15, 15, Jesus says that he's our friend. We're no longer enemies of God as Christians, but friends of God. In John 15, 1 through 5, Jesus says he is the vine and we are the branches. Through Christ alone, we are fully loved and beloved by the Lord God. To be a Christian friend, we must first know who we are in Christ so that we can help others grow in their understanding of who Christ is for them. To that end, let's consider four aspects of Christian friendship. Listening, prayer, discipleship, and counseling. And yes, this will probably overlap with what we've already talked about, but but stay with me here. First, listening. In James 1.19, James tells us to be quick to listen and slow to speak. This is the heart of Christian friendship. We all want to get our say in and tell people what we think about a topic, but we need to slow down. To be a, a trustworthy Christian friend, we need to take James 1.19 seriously and be slow to speak, quick to listen, especially when people are sharing deep personal pain and heartache. And during these times, we also need to exercise self-control. For example, a friend of mine named Joe and I are talking. We're having a conversation about things that are deeply affecting his heart and his life. He's just stopped sharing, and now it's my turn to respond. How am I going to respond? Well, the best answer at that moment is to say, I am so sorry to hear what you are going through. The worst thing at that moment is is to say, well, here's five or ten ways to deal with that situation. In these moments, it's best to empathize with the person and then to pray with them. It's tough for some people to share with others, especially those who have been deeply hurt. What, what I didn't share about my own story uh, in this podcast so far is that in high school, uh, I didn't often have the wor- right words to express how I felt. I, I knew how to share what was going on, but I didn't really uh, know how I felt. I felt numb to it all. Now, in looking back years later, about 20 years later now, um, it's hard to believe that, I have more categories to explain what exactly I was going through. You see, you need to understand that your friend may not have the words to uh, adequately explain what they're going through in the moment, and you need to be okay with that. Uh, Give them a lot of grace and the benefit of the doubt. After they're done talking, pray with them. In 1 Thessalonians 5.17, in fact, we're told to pray at all times. This doesn't mean, though, that we're to pray all the time, 24-7. It means that we're to have a regular, consistent time of prayer. We should set aside regular times for consistent prayer along with a daily reading of God's Word. Say, say that your friend is hurting. He's come to share with you about what's happening. You've now listened to them, and now, now you're about to pray with them. So what should you pray for? You should pray for the major things that they've shared, but you shouldn't be overwhelming in your prayer for them. Maybe try to focus on one major theme you heard them say and pray specifically about that. And after you've finished praying and said amen, let them know you will continue to pray for them. And and please also let them know that you're going to walk alongside them through this time and thank them for sharing what's happening in their life. 
You see, as Christians, we are disciples. We're literally learners of the Lord Jesus. To be a disciple, after all, it means to be a learner of Christ. As, as Christian friends, we come alongside one another with the Word of God, and we do life with one another, such as talking with another, sharing with another, enjoying fellowship with each other. Discipleship is not only for the spiritually immature, it's also for the spiritually mature. Every Christian, no matter where they are at in their walk with the Lord, needs to continue to grow in the grace of God. Well, at some point in your discussion with your friend, you're, you're going to see areas where they need to grow. This is a good time to begin to ask questions of your friend. As Christians, we are all to make mature and multiply disciples of the risen Lord Jesus. After all, we're all at different stages of our lives, but we also have different life experiences. The Lord wants to use those situations in your life to help others grow in the grace of God. Well, you've been ministering to your friend. It's, it's going well. Now they want to know uh, how to deal with what they're going through. What your friend wants to know now is how they should face what they're going through. This is why we start with discipleship. For many people, this is all that they need. They need help to learn to address their grief and their loss. And for some people, they are going to need a trained biblical counselor. This is why you as a disciple of Christ need to be in the Word and prayer every day so you are equipped for these types of ministry. As you, as you talk with your friend, please, please realize you do not need to have all the answers. It's okay. Do your best. Share openly. Share honestly with your friend from the Word of God. Please try to share with your friend what the Lord has done in your life as you've learned biblical truth. And when you're sharing and engaging in conversation with a hurting friend, try to keep your sentences short. We can all tend to overshare. I find it helpful to remember people aren't coming to me for a sermon. They want to hear not only biblical truth, but also to see how the biblical truth I'm, I'm teaching on is alive and well in my own heart and my own life. So please keep that in mind as you engage with a friend and listen for what is going on in their heart. Well, you've listened, you've prayed, you've done one-on-one -on -one discipleship with your grieving and hurting friend, and it's, it's going pretty well, but... You realize, though, that now is the time to hand this person off to a trained biblical counselor, even to your pastor. What you, what you need to understand here, dear Christian friend, is that you are not a failure. You've walked with your friend as far as you can. You should be happy and content that the Lord has used you uh, in, in this person's life to go take you, to help take them this far. And you need to continue to walk with them. After all, they've opened up to you. They've shared with you the decent deepest parts of their heart, and you've sought to minister to them with the word. Now, however, it's time to hand off, hand them off to somebody else who has more tools in their toolkit to help your friend. Now would be a good time to let them know specifically you're there for them and that you're available to have coffee, to pray, to listen to them uh, as they meet with the counselor or the pastor. Christian friends who listen, pray, and disciple one another are the need of our day. At various times in our lives, we're going to all face seasons of intense grief and illness. By growing in the grace of God today, we can become the kind of friend that is needed tomorrow. Commit today yourself by, by, to that end by opening and reading daily the Word of God. Don't neglect faithfully attending your local church each Lord's Day. Instead, commit to your local church and to getting to know others there. 
By doing so, you, you will learn not only how to be a helpful church member, but a Christian friend to others, in particular to those who are hurting. Please commit today by the grace of God that you will be the kind of friend that you know you need that 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 you know others need. One that loves Jesus, is trustworthy, and is ready to walk alongside others. By doing so, the Lord will use you not only to help those who are hurting, but also to impact others for eternity for the glory of Christ. I want to thank you for listening or watching this episode of the Equipping You in Grace podcast. It's it's such a joy to to be able to uh, to speak to so many of you, and I just want to say thank you so much for listening or watching these episodes. Uh, may God bless you, and may He help us to be the kind of Christian friends that can be used by the Lord and uh, His power and for the glory of Christ and for the good of the church. Thank you for listening to the Equipping You in Grace podcast. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe, rate us on the app, and share this with your friends and family on social media. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at Servants of Grace, on Instagram at Servants of Grace, or by searching at Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this episode and many others like it on the front page of our website, servantsofgrace.org.